All right, we are streaming, man. We are live here on this uh, Topical Thursday. Topical Thursday, looking into an article from our friends over at Apologetics Press once again. They've always treated us fairly, and their material is sound. And uh, we want to look at something in regards to atheism, of course. The thumping power of the ism atheism and uh we shall see together as we read through the article of course information there and their study their mind and uh, along with ours when i mean ours i mean our brother norm fields will be joining us again it's truly an honor to have him with us and uh we'll just have ourselves a conversation it's uh typically always in an um, impromptu organic fashion of course and uh we'll look into things a bit deeper stefan maya is my name AddedSouls.com is the website. You can certainly find me in various locations on social media, but please consider signing up to AddedSouls.Locals.com. It's free to sign up, but you can choose to support there monthly, and it helps put food on the table, right? I labor alongside the East Coast Church of Christ over here in the east coast of Canada, you can check out the .com, eastcoastchurchofchrist.com. You can check out our Facebook page, East Coast Church of Christ. All right, so let me just uh, put up the screen here, which is going to bring in our brother, Norm. I'll be able to uh, open up his audio. Where are you? There you go. Interview mode. Yeah, that's the mode we want. And here we are. Hey, man, how's it going, brother? Good. How are you doing this morning? I'm trying to get centered in the camera. I keep going the wrong way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was playing around with that too there prior to uh, hitting the live button just to get the, the center of the the matrix. Yeah. Good to have you, brother. We're going to be looking at um, an article from our friends, of course, over at Apologetics Press. And Apologetics Press, just to plug them in, it's they really helped me out with my faith. I'll be, I mean, just completely transparent with that. When I chose to follow Jesus and whatever that meant back in 2011, um, dad had material from them and he's just like, Hey, whatever, check it out. You know, maybe you'll find something in there that would contribute to your growing faith. And sure enough, it did because coming from the background I came from, I wanted logic. I wanted facts. I wanted history. I wanted science. I wanted to be able to prove, prove Christianity, which I didn't think was possible. I thought Christianity to a certain degree, was kind of blind. You know, you just kind of put your faith, and faith is blind. And so you'd... it's not that I didn't have some building blocks from uh, my parents converting to Christianity earlier in my age, but I didn't really, we were never really taught something tangible uh, and um, something you could hold. And when I started viewing Apologetics Press material, uh, wow, I was just so fascinated from it. You can you can ask my wife. I couldn't sleep at night. I couldn't eat. I was just always in, in meditation and prayer and watching and watching and listening and reading. And I'm like, this is this is it. Like, I mean, this is so amazing. I get to defend the faith, and the faith is defensible. Like, it, it has a def it has a defense. It's true and it's real, and um, that makes sense to me because I mean, for a long time, I was entertaining the worldview that there is no God. Because that's the smart thing to say and to believe there is no God. Why? Well, science told us, of course. Science says that there's just no God. And to truly find material that would bring us to the history and to the science 
uh, and various models of defense. I mean, to me, that was just, wow, that's it. So just plugging that in a bit there. Um, I, I don't know uh, the brethren uh, personally uh, over at Apologetics Press. I bumped into Kyle. I think it was at a free Hardeman um, lecture ships and, uh, you know, just kind dude, no issues there. Just, hey, I've been watching your material for a while, you know, thanks for doing that work. Oh, yeah, cool, you know, that kind of stuff. But, um, yeah, so I, I plug them in that way. And I think anyone who may have been where we were at in our search for if there is truth in, in, in our faith in Christ and stuff like that, that they're a good location to go. And one of the articles we're going to be looking at, of course, is in connection to atheism, which is one of their big bulk uh, um, go-to material is is in regards to refuting atheism, because atheism, right. of course, has caught traction, and, and it, it catches a lot of ground. I mean, over here, the dynamic and landscape of our worldviews religiously has uh, changed drastically, and a, and a great now portion of our society out there is of the atheistic persuasion. What do you what do you think, uh, Brother Norm, uh, along those lines? What's your thoughts in regards to atheism, Christianity, and also Apologetics Press? I, I, you must be, of course, well known with Apologetics Press as well. Um, yeah, that's what I was thinking when you were talking about your first exposure uh, to Apologetics Press with the uh, Apologetics material and. You know, that's kind of the, the common idea that people have toward Christianity is that, you know, well, you know, you're a Christian because you, for whatever reason, you're moved to, you know, take that, that, that blind leap of faith into Christianity. You know, if you're, you know, whatever religion you are, it's because you're just moved in some way by some element of that religion. And that's why you believe it. It's not because right. there's any actual evidence. Right or proof to believe. I, I made a comment about, uh, you know, approaching people with the Bible on one of the uh, uh, prior times I was on here with you. Sure. Um, and, and how, you know, when, when we study the Bible and we present the Bible to people, one of the first things we do is to present that proof that it is the inspired word of God. It has the proof in it. And I've always thought that apologetics, and that's the, the name uh, for the organization that, that you're, you're getting the article from, Apologetics Press, yeah. you know, of course, is taken from that, that field of biblical study called apologetics. Right. And, and it, it comes from, uh, you, you may have to uh, remind me of the, the uh, passage, where uh, Peter says, always be ready to give an answer for the hope that is in you. And the Greek word there for answer is the Greek word apologia. Yep. Um, what, what is that? First uh, Peter chapter three somewhere. If I'm yeah, that's what I was thinking. First Peter three sixteen. Is that right? That could very well, well I got a Bible right, right here. Yeah, I got a Bible here. Right here in front of me, so I'll just I'll just look. Take a quick look. Yeah, <laughs> I'll just yeah. check the source material. <laughs> and it's interesting because uh, I think it's within that chapter. Yeah, I think so, right? Yeah, having a, having a good conscience that when they no, that's not it. Keep a good uh, conscience. So it's that, but maybe earlier on in that verse, make defense. Verse fifteen. Sanctify Christ Three. as Lord in your hearts. Always be ready to make a defense to everyone who asks. That's it, right? Yeah, yeah. Verse fifty. Yeah, make make a defense or give an answer. Yeah, it's funny when you when you think it's a verse and you look at that verse and it's not there, then you know you're just totally 
Yeah. And, and usually it's like that right there where it's just the verse right before it. <laughs> it right. So, so you go on this journey looking for the verse all right, over the right. place and then go back right. and be like, oh, it was the verse before. And it was right there all along. But yeah. anyway, yeah, it says it says to give a defense. Well, that's from that Greek word apologia. Interesting. Uh, yeah. Which is translated answer. That's where the English word apologetics comes from. And sure. uh, it, it, uh, it, 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 is kind of a legal term where it's talking about, you know, making the case. Yeah. Like, like a lawyer does in a trial, you know, laying out the case, giving the evidence, the proof uh, for your position. So we're supposed to make a defense for the hope that is in us. And and that's what this organization, Apologetics Press, has made their main their main focus. And sure. um, as you said, um, you know, some of my first uh, Bible study material was from Apologetics Press. Um, I know when I was in school, we had a class called Apologetics, and nice. uh, it was it was a book. Our textbook was a book from Apologetics Press, and um, you know, ever since my first exposure, and of course, I've got some of that. I don't know if you're familiar with the uh, uh, personal evangelism. Um, uh, it's a, a little booklet. Uh, but it's, you use it like you use a personal evangelism material to go and have Bible studies with people. And, okay. um, it's, you know, uh, a ver you know, it gives you the verse and then it asks a question from the verse and the, the prospect answers the question from the verse. And so all along through that study, it's one of the reasons why I really like it, not right. just because it was used with me to, to teach me the truth, sure, but because it impressed on me that the answer comes from the scripture. It's not somebody telling me this is what they believe. Right. It's right. I'm seeing it in the scripture for myself. So, so I really like this personal evangelism material written by a uh, Jim Waldron called okay. introduction to faith. I'm not sure if you're familiar with it or not. I don't think but, I uh, am. I mean, I, I have been acquainted with uh, a few or, or some material to that effect when I had gone mm -hmm. to school stateside <laughs> But I do not believe it was the one you are mentioning. But that—that's good. Right. I mean, that's—it's a good tool to utilize. Right. Yeah. Well, the, the name of this one uh, that was used with me to uh, convert me, basically, um, sure, to 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 present the truth to me, and you know, so I could make that decision. Right. Was this uh, little booklet, Introduction to Faith, okay. and it, it incorporates some apologetics. Uh, in the early lessons, you know, for yes. example, it, it, it attacks uh, evolution. You know, it right. says well, one of the questions um, is, uh, it, uh, and I, I guess when it was written, they were estimating the age of the earth at 4.5 billion years. Yeah, yeah And yeah. so it, it asked the question, you know, what is the creative power numerically? You know, what's the numerical expression of the creative power of rocks and dirt? Right. 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 So what would the, what, what would be the numerical uh, representation of the creative power of rocks and dirt? How much creative power do, do rocks and dirt have? Right. Z zero. Right. Yeah. And then it says, you know, four point five billion years or four point five billion <laughs> times zero equals yeah. what? <laughs> right. Equals zero. Right. That's it. So, That's you know, it. it was that that was kind of my early exposure to apologetics. And then, of course, sure. I got the uh, the textbook in school on apologetics. And I've always been impressed with the importance of apologetics to bringing people to the faith, because, yes, I was just talking about this last night in my Bible class before 
you can uh, uh, move forward with someone, you have to determine where they are, right? Yeah. We get that from Acts that, you know, when Peter preached to his audience, he started with them from where they were, right? Sure. Uh, with, with the Hebrew audiences. Paul, when he was preaching to Gentiles, he started with them from where they were, right? Yeah. And so one of the things that I like to do when I'm studying with somebody, when there's a prospect that I'm studying with, is to uh, start out with a conversation that, that will help me determine where they are. Yeah. And uh, if, if, I'm, if I'm engaging in a study with someone that doesn't, you know, already have that conviction that the Bible is the inspired word of God, well, then that's where I'm going to start. Uh, Absolutely. And, and there's, you know, abundant evidence to prove that the predictive prophecy, scientific foreknowledge, divine unity, you know, all of these things in the Bible where the Bible confirms itself, just like the the spiritual gifts in the first century church confirmed that what they were preaching was from God. Well, sure. now the word having been confirmed by those miraculous manifestations of the Holy Spirit now has the confirmation within itself and that's that's apologetics yep. so uh, apologetics is really important uh for reaching people and, and and to make sure people understand that accepting christ is not an emotional thing i mean it is emotional right sure sure the, the eunuch you know went on his way rejoicing and the philippian sure. jailer rejoiced having believed so it is an emotional thing but yeah. it's emotion in response to knowledge that's right? it that's uh, it and 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 so you know it's it's important for people to understand that it, it's it's based in information it's it's based in facts there's yes. there's evidence for what we believe absolutely and, and that's what apologetics is all about so i've, I've always appreciated apologetics press focus press um you know there's even some uh denominational organizations that that are good for material like that of course yes. you know whenever i'm recommending or or referring to denominational material i compare it to eating fish i got that from tom miller when i was in sure. school right that, uh, you know reading a denominational co commentary or denominational yeah. material yeah. you have to you have to read it like you eat a fish right absolutely you eat the good meat and spit, spit out, the, out bones. the bones it's it's dangerous to swallow the bones right <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah you can so, get caught there with that yeah no that's absolutely uh, but true like uh uh answers in genesis is is uh, a good one that you know they're not members yeah. of the church and so you have to you have to look out for the bones, sure, but their apologetics sure. material is really good. They've done some great work on stuff like distant starlight and that. Yes. A, you know, that, that's one of the atheist objections to biblical right. faith and creationism yes. is that, well, you know, these stars are millions and billions of light years away, you know, yeah. well, yeah. how you know that, you know, right. Is that actually science or, I know. you know, but anyway, you know, so they, many they, things being inserted, how they, 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 they word those things, you know, right, right. <laughs> you know, so they estimate the distance of these stars and they say, you know, it would have taken that many years for the light to get to the earth. Yeah. And they, and they think that, uh, you know, that that's an argument against creationism or the age right. the, uh, young earth creationism anyway, which sure. um, I, I'm, I'm assuming, you know, that that's your view and certainly my view. It's the, from my perspective, it's the biblical view, young earth creationism, that, that the earth is nowhere near as old as people uh, uh, have been taught that it is from the, 
from the uh, uh, perspective of atheistic evolution. So Apologetics Press has done a lot of great work in addressing that. And, and these other organizations that I mentioned have done a lot sure. of great work in, in uh, uh, showing the fallacy of, of atheistic evolution. Yeah. And uh, unfortunately, I, I just wrote down the comment that you made in your introduction because I wanted to come back to it and not forget sure. about it, where in your uh, uh, younger years before you, you know, came to faith in, in the Bible, mm -hmm. <clears throat> you and this is what you said, that, that you believe that uh, atheism was what smart people believed, right? Yeah. That, that atheistic evolution is what scientists believe. It's what right. the smart, people, educated people believe, right? Sure. Um, and and uh, Apologetics Press has some really excellent material on, on to address that. And uh, the other organizations that I looked at where they go back and they look at all of our modern sciences are based on discoveries that were made by creationists That's <laughs> that it. were made by people who believed in uh, uh, God and, and that we are the special creation of God. And, and yeah. so, you know, that that idea that that uh, evolution or, or uh, uh, atheistic evolution, atheism is what smart people believe. Yeah. In the last five minutes, maybe. <laughs> yeah. And, and, you know, I wonder sometimes, uh, how much further along we would be in our scientific progression. If we, if we didn't go off the rails, if we didn't, uh, uh, get distracted with the false, uh, perspective of, uh, uh, old earth, uh, billions of years for the universe and, and, you know, all of these things. And if we were looking at the sciences from the perspective of truth, which is it's God's creation sure. and it's a young earth. And, you know, the, sure. these things, uh, I, I think we would be a lot further along. Oh, absolutely. And that, you know, that is true. It has the idea of this, um, atheistic evolution, um, has greatly diminished and limited, and at times even just flat out stopped the ingenuity and the engineering of man's independent mind to truly explore and create. And the leaps of progress, and I utilize the word progress now in, in, in its right form, not in, in the political nonsense that we see today, but in the, in the, in the correct category of progress scientifically, Man, we were leaps and bounds. I mean, we just discovered and created because we had the mind of a Christian principle, which is there is a higher power. So there's always something to strive for. Now we're just a bunch of animals, and we can't think for right. ourselves because we're slaves to the dance of our DNA. And, you know, right. I had to learn that processes and, and, and come to know that, yeah, you know, wait a minute here. There, there, there's missing things and there are great many answers not given the questions asked and no answers given simple things like how do you find a prehistoric fossil with live active cartilage right blood vessels right. Soft, muscle tissue, soft, soft, tissue. soft tissue how can that be if it's billions of years right. of, and how can you That's find right. something in the rock format and all the intricate details of our models how can you find something here that's eight point some billion years ago 
clinging to something that's a few thousand years ago. Like how, where do they get the, in the tree formations? And, and, and the, it, it, it's everything. It, isn't that just tremendous evidence yeah. that we are in a spiritual conflict when Certainly. all of the education, all of the educational uh, uh, avenues, the universities, the public school systems. The academic <clears throat> complex of it all. The academics, right. the, the whole system of it. Right. And and the media, yep. um, you know, ev everything. If there's any evidence, and, and there is a tremendous amount of it, but if there's any evidence, like uh, man-made tools being found within coal beds. Yeah. Uh, human footprints right alongside dinosaur prints and right. you know uh, actual evidence that you never hear about it in the mainstream media it's never included in any mainstream no. educational sources textbooks no. or or uh, teaching material it's it's purposely suppressed yeah. because if people saw the actual evidence if I, I don't know if you remember it's been quite a while back but uh uh, a county, I, for, I forget, I think it may have been Cherokee County or somewhere here in Georgia, one of the counties here in Georgia, right. um, wanted to use a science textbook that presented evolution and creationism as, uh, you know, the two alternative views to, to origins. Right. And, and the, the, the court, uh, I think it was the federal district court for the for the area uh, would not allow them to use that textbook that included creationism in the nope. and it it didn't even present creationism as this is the way that this is the way everything started. Right. It said here's evolution. This is one idea. Yep. Here's creationism. Here's the other idea. Make up your here's the here's the. Uh, 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 merits and objections for both of them sure. you, you make up your own mind these yes. are the two alternatives they said no no you're not allowed you to think for yourself <clears throat> you're you're not allowed to present creationism you have to present it as evolution is the uh, uh scientific uh yeah. established fact for creationism and they yes. said well how about if we put this sticker in the front of the book that says that, you know, these are just two opposing views for origins and, and this book is not presenting either one as sure. the, the correct one. We're just presenting. Sure. And it had a little disclaimer sticker in the front. The right. court said, not even with that disclaimer, you can't use that book in the public schools. Be yeah, and that's... because they they took it as, you know, teaching creationism yeah. as teaching religion. Yeah, yeah. It's religion. Right. It, it, just teaching the scientific view of creationism. Yeah. What religion exactly does that teach? And it comes from this misguided thought that somehow we can eradicate religion in certain fields of public right. sector, academics being right. one of them. Yeah, let's get religion out of school. Well, they, right. you'll, that'll never happen. You're never going That's to have right. government without religion, corporation without uh, religion, academics without religion, entertainment without religion, and media, social and news cable uh, without religion. All we've done is flushed out the one we had, 
which was the religion of Christian principles, Judeo-Christian right. values, things of that nature. And now we've flushed that out. Now we've got a new religion, a new, a new uh, uh, secular, secular, secular religion. religious way. It's a atheistic evolution is a religion. Ab- absolutely. <laughs> it's blind faith and nothing exploding into something. And if you trust time enough, you'll have enough time to come up with this theory, which is everything evolves from a singular cell in primordial soup. And, and all this kind of uh, mumbo-jumbo voodoo science, if you will, that I've come right. to recognize and had to, of course, unlearn, if you will, because that's the program in public schools uh, as being mentioned. But it, it'll never uh, – um, uh, how, how you'll see these proponents. Uh, we need to get religion out of government and policies and, and politics. No, 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 you don't understand. There is going to be a religious worldview. In, in, in politics and in, and in government. It doesn't matter if you're right. the, 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 the potus or, or the prime minister of Canada. It doesn't matter. There's going to be a leading worldview that is going to uh, influence policy. Now, we've gotten rid of what treated us well for so many years, gave us our freedom and privilege and, and education. Right. And we were able to, again, leaps and bounds into all sorts of fields of medicine, uh, fields of exploration, and, and, and all sorts of wonderful uh, departments, which is why the bulk of our scientific uh, uh, department uh, for, for uh, decades was of the creationist model. And um, right. sadly, well, even all, not too long all ago. All of our sciences, just about. Well, I mean, really, I don't know that there is a branch of science that didn't, that didn't originate based on the discoveries of a creationist. <laughs> yeah, and it was. And if there was if there would have been one of a godless persuasion, a secular religious worldview if you will, and in accordance to something like atheism, it was it was quickly debunked. I mean, the whole Louis Pasteur thing, right? I mean, it was just quickly debunked. Right. It was no, I mean, okay, fine. You're you have the right as a thinking mind to come up with theorem, to come up and say, you know what? Maybe there isn't a god. Maybe everything came from this way or that way. I mean, sure, by all means, presented. There should be no fallacy in one's freedom to present a different model, but scientifically, to what we can observe and test, and the laws of biogenesis, the laws of cause and effect, and we can get into all that kind of technical mumbo. But it, it's it's it violates. The spectrum of objective testing, like you can't have something right. straightforward and factual in the theory, the theory of evolution, because there's just nothing there. Substan- so it would come up, but it would immediately be just like, OK, fine, sure, bye. Like, no, that's not the right. public motto. That's not what because obviously with creation and its model, there is an objective fact. There is a one plus one makes two. There's truth. But now within the realm of atheism, we are in the subjective realm of nothingness, which means no one knows anything truly ever. Like, and this is what I find quite fascinating is the absolute, right? Do you believe in absolute truth? Well, no, I do not. So you absolutely do not believe. Yeah, I absolutely do not believe in absolute truth. Right. <laughs> right. So it, right there. And then that's one of those little gems. But ask that, my mind. Ask that like, person, you know, that, that that person that says that they absolutely do not believe in any absolute truth, ask them, yep. okay, well then evolution is not true, right? Oh no, evolution is absolutely true. Right. Atheism, you know, you have to be an atheist. And even if they don't right. want to get caught in that dilemma, which is often the case, they'll be like, well, we're not saying that we believe evolution to be absolute. We're just saying it seems to be the, yeah, but what are you fighting for then? Like, what's the purpose of you hating Christians so much? 
Like, what does it matter ultimately? What is the scientific evidence? And that's the key right there. What is the scientific evidence for uh, evolution? And and every single thing they cite, you know, the classic examples of uh, Darwin's finches on the Galapagos Island. That's that's evolution uh, within a species. That's that's adaptation, right? Micro evolution, right? That's it. There's no evidence whatsoever of macro evolution of one species evolving into another species. That's where they insert time. Give it enough time. It will. (laughs) Okay. Well then where is it in the fossil record? There's no example of it in the fossil record. There's no example of if, if, uh, macro evolution was true, then why don't we still see it happening? Why don't we see intermediary stages between one species and another? Oh, yeah. You'd find them all you know, over the place. It'd be like a, right. a, a, <laughs> undeniable everywhere. If, if, if that was a fact of the natural world, then wouldn't we still see it taking place over, you know, granted, okay, you say it takes billions of years. Okay, according to you, it's been billions of years. Yeah. So it happened over this period of time and then it stopped. Wouldn't we? I mean, that it's a progressive thing, according to the theory. So shouldn't we still see the different stages of progress in the species that exist now? Yeah. Right. Yeah. But there's it's, and no it's a valid it question. No. And, and it's a valid question. It, it, it seems like if just the, we've gotten to the point where asking that question now somehow reverts to ad hominem at it's right oh you're just a bunch of creationist idiots and blah 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 well hey no wait a minute maybe not maybe i'm maybe i'm asking you genuinely the question maybe i want maybe i'm just an honest searcher for truth yeah (laughs) like i mean isn't there an answer well i'll go have to ask my you know university professor well of course you will but (laughs) it's it's one of those things that i find so I saw a lot of, I began to see a lot of inconsistencies. I began to see a lot of just, hey man, there's something missing here. Matter of fact, a good friend of mine, sadly, he passed a few a few months ago now, was the furthest thing from Christianity. He hated Christianity. He called me a Bible thumper, you know. But we were good friends because we came from the same neighborhood and we grew up together and we had a lot of past life moments together in, in that in that kind of life. And um Recently, not too long before he passed away, um, we had conversations, you know, we'd text each other and I'd see him in the city and we'd hang out, you know, uh, that kind of stuff. And he mentioned one of the last times he's like, hey, man, let me ask you something. I'm like, yeah, yeah, what's up? Evolution and stuff. Man, I don't, I'm starting to question that kind of stuff, man. I don't know, right, man. It doesn't yeah. doesn't make sense to me. And this is, you know, the guy's a heathen. He's a pagan, truly. Like, and I, and I say that heathen, pagan, not in the religious form, but in the the godless mind form. Like, there's no god, there's no Christianity, there's nothing, nothingness. Well, even in his thought, which it would 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 for decades cling to evolution, atheistic evolution, science, now. Uh, in our, you know, mid forties, he's telling me, I don't know, man, I questioned that stuff. What do you think? I said, listen, man, I'm going to, I'm just going to be straight up with you. Uh, evolution is a lie. It's one of the greatest myths and lies in our modern era. It's just truly a lie. And he's like, dude, he felt validated because of course, in his world, in the secular world, his peers, the ones around him, all amen, the thought of evolution being real. Yeah. It's science. 
So now he found himself looking at some material. He may have found something online, something to make him question that to the point where he was like, I don't adhere. I don't subscribe to that anymore. And everybody's calling me this crazy conspiracy theorist. What about you, Stefan? What do you think? I'm like, no, dude, you're spot on. Listen, what, you, what you've right. been that keep that seed. And of course, I always interject. And if you want to know more, come see me, man. We can have conversations. Sadly, we never made it there. And uh, I got the sad phone call that he had passed. But um, yeah, it, it, anyone. the point is, anyone who has an honest heart to just look at some evidence. And it's so fascinating. Once you do and you allow your thoughts to be released from the little dungeon, the shackle of atheism and nothingness and no truth, and you start to expand away from that, man, listen. What if dinosaurs walked with human beings? Isn't that right. cool? Like, that's cool to me. We teach the kids all about that. Kids and, and, love dinosaurs. And there is a lot of actual observable yeah. evidence that, yes. that, is, that that is how it happened. Going back to the hieroglyphics, to the archaeology, to all departments and facets of culture and human history. Listen, people have walked. The, the overwhelming evidence that people have walked with what is now commonly coined as dinosaurs. And that's another one real quick that we can understand. Listen, the word dinosaur didn't come into play till what? What was it? 18-something? I forget now. Yeah, the coin yeah. Date, er, but early 1800s. Yeah, yeah right. so I mean, I, mean, I still believe we have dinosaurs today. Have you seen these things? Have you seen the, what is it, the Komodo dragon? That's a dinosaur. Right. Have you seen yeah. like the rhinoceros? That's a dinosaur to me. You know, things well, like you know, that. You, well, one of the really interesting things about reptiles that is scientifically, it, it's the bi biology of, of reptiles is that uh, they don't have a limiting, I, I don't know the actual scientific terminology for it. I, they, they don't have a limiting growth gene or, you know, a, I don't know if I'm saying it right or not, but it's about their growth and they will grow to fit their environment. Sure. And if you think about the environment uh, before the flood, yeah. uh, you know, uh, the, it's it's very plausible that there were these giant uh, uh, reptiles e even after the flood. You know, with sure. um, the the makeup of the world at that time, that there there could have been, you know. There may still be in the depths of the ocean, you know, the uh, Leviathan out there yeah, somewhere. Yeah, some kind of great that, beast. Know, there, there's places on the earth that we still don't know everything that's there. Right, uh, right. Uh, uh, I don't know the the uh, name of that branch of science that, that looks for species, but they're still finding new species that hadn't been discovered before. Right, and, you right. Know, e e even even in, in the 21st century, they're yep. still discovering new species. Yeah, and, and, and that so, is fascinating. You know, this idea that because we don't see it now means that that you know uh, they were they e either they were vastly different or they lived and died under vastly different circumstances or you know yeah. we know everything there is. To, that's what gets me about you know paleontology. Yeah. Is that you know they they present it as though they know everything there is to know about dinosaurs. Well, yeah. how? <laughs> how? I mean, I, I what know exactly. <laughs> do you know about them? And it'd be so much cooler to teach the kids back like we used to, like they teach the kids, right. hey, guess what? Mankind walked with dinosaurs. Oh wow! Like right. to me, that's yeah. better than, and everything about the Christian model again is such a a 
a massive difference and such a better worldview out there. But anyways, we've been 35 minutes into this, and uh, I'm going to pull up the article. I'm going to start reading just a little bit. Obviously, I don't think we'll be able to go through the entire article, but give us some. It'll it'll give us some some thought that we can share as we as we go along with it here. So the article is titled um, "The Despair." Of atheism, and that's pretty, you know, that's a pretty, (laughs) how should I say, accurate description of a title there. Uh, The Despair of Atheism, and it's written by our brother Kyle Butt over at ApologeticsPress.org. And it begins, of course, with the article in brief, and it says within the box of the article in brief, I quote, Atheism contends that our universe is a cosmic accident, and humanity is a biological blip on the screen that will eventually be eradicated in a void of nothingness. And that's why I went with the title of our session today, The Void of Nothingness, because that's pretty much what it is. So this incorrect view of life implies that human life has no objective purpose and that what humans do throughout the course of their brief lives is ultimately meaningless. Such a view of humanity is not only incorrect, but it offers nothing but despair and a tragic apathy to life. Christianity, on the other hand, accounts for humanity's innate desire and hunger for purpose and meaning. Now, while at the same time offering hope and the realization that our lives really do matter. And we pause there for a bit. Again, that's the article in, in, in brief. And it opens up train of thought. Um, I was listening to an individual <laughs> called Dave, David Wood. Now, he is a denominationalist, but he is quite... Interesting to listen to. He's very intelligent, and he's mostly in the realm of apologetics also in regards to refuting atheism and Islam. So you'll find him quite interesting to listen to, and he comes from an atheistic background. He was an atheist, and it led him to the inevitable conclusion to the atheistic worldview, which is nothing matters, who cares, murder. And so he took his father with an axe, literally. He took an axe and swung it in his father's brain. So he goes to jail, right? He goes to jail. And lo and behold, in jail is a pesky little Christian who just keeps nagging at him with creationism and God and love and forgiveness. And he's an atheist and he just can't stand it. So he brings you through that journey, right? And ultimately, at the end of the day, he realizes, you know what? Taking my, like taking an axe and seeking to murder my dad with it? Yeah, that's bad. But in objectively the pre- so. it's objectively <laughs> so, but in the pre- in, the, in the past worldview, it doesn't matter. It's the whole Jeffrey Dahmer effect, right? Why did you do what you were doing? Because there's no god, and if there's no god, who cares? I'm an animal. Right. We're all animals. Survival of the fittest. We've evolved. Well, now he don't believe that. Why? Well, because there's purpose now. There's there's a reason. There's right and wrong. So that kind of made me think of, of, of that department of thought when it comes to atheism. Yeah, who cares? If atheism is real, then who cares about human life? It don't matter. It just don't matter. That's, that's one of the things that I've, when I've preached and, and taught on this subject of, you know, atheism versus faith. Sure. Is look at the, the product of teaching uh, for generations now. Yep. Atheistic evolution from kindergarten through, you know, higher education, the, you know, uh, uh, postgraduate university. Sure. Um, 
and and uh, look at what it has done, and and uh, violence has continued to become more and more prevalent amongst younger and younger ages. And why do we see that happening? Why do we see, you know, not, not just uh, older people in the various uh, trials of life, just not being able to deal with it and resorting to violence. Right. Uh, but but now getting younger and younger so that our schools need metal detectors and we have students going to school and killing each other. And, um, yep. you know, the, the even even down to, to middle schools, the trees and, producing fruits. Right. Well, these kids have been taught their parents have been taught yep. that they are nothing more than a higher form of animal. Yep. And if you teach people long enough, not only are you just a higher form of animal, but the only reason you're even here is because your mother didn't exercise her perfectly legitimate and legal right to do away with you before you were born. Yeah. Right. Yeah, you're so you're just a higher form of animal that yeah. it would have been completely fine and legal uh, to 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 kill before you were even born. And And these kids that have been taught that have no value they see no. nothing special no. about human life no a remorseless and, and so blank stare right and 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 so we're seeing the the product of that now sure with with you know violence amongst uh, even very young now oh yeah it, it's 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 tragic it really is it's caused chaos and it's caused so much pain and for those of us in the know, we can see it coming. It's not because we are any right. prophets or anything. It's just a repetitive right. model that we've seen through history. So the article continues, and I'll read a bit here, quoting from its introduction. It says, an implication, and our friends watching, and we have a, many friends watching, and I'm thankful for that. Let me see here. Greetings to Tammy, Anik, Connie, Kelly, Brandon, and many others. Uh, we're reading an article here from our friends over at apologeticspress.org, and the title of the article is The Despair of Atheism from our brother Kyle Butt. And I quote now, it says, An implication is an idea that follows logically from a set of facts which are plainly stated. The concept of an implication is clearly seen in math. Take the, and here's, I, I'm, an, I'm a French guy speaking English words here, Pythagorean theorem? theorem? Pythagorean. Pythagorean theorem. <laughs> Pythagorean. Okay, you, you got it, man. That's Pythagorean. it. Pythagorean. <laughs> Pythagorean theorem, um, which, of course, says that for a right triangle, the sum of the two shorter sides squared equals the longest side, parentheses, the hypotenuse, <laughs> squared minus A squared plus B squared equals C squared. So the article says, as it continues, if one short side is three and the other is four, Four, then we can know exactly what the longest side is, even though it is not stated or written down. It is five. Like that's, you don't need the number five there to recognize it comes to five is the idea. An implication right. is not less of a fact than what is stated or quote seen. It's just as factual, only not stated. Now, another clear example of an implication is seen in the famous syllogism. All men are mortal. Socrates is a man. Knowing those two explicit facts, what else can be known? Well, if a person is thinking logically and correctly, 
then he or she can know a third piece of information that is included in the premises, but not written down. Therefore, Socrates, guess what? Yeah, he's mortal. He's mortal. All beliefs have implications. The article continues. They have, or they may be difficult to uncover and piece together, but they are there and following inescapably. If a person is rational and honest, there is no denying an implication. In light of that fact, what implications follow from the belief that there is no God? Right? That's where we were at, Brother Norm. Many of these implications have been fleshed out in other places, and this article will deal with only one. The concept of atheism implies that human life does not have any objective meaning. If atheism is true, then human life is meaningless. We'll take a pause there from the article, and we may keep a bit more for later on. But to that end, to that effect, yes, absolutely. Why? Rape isn't wrong anymore. Murder isn't wrong anymore. Lying, cheating, stealing isn't wrong anymore. Nothing becomes wrong because wrong no longer exists, which I find quite interesting that the atheistic community would say Christianity is wrong. Well, from what moral compass can you even even suggest such right. a thing? Like, where does that come from? Where's your authority? Even the police officer says, stop in the name of the law. So he has to pull up the source of authority for you to understand and recognize what he's saying and why he's saying it and where it comes from. Well, Christianity's wrong and bad and evil and religion has destroyed the world. Really? And from what, like, from what measurement or scope of, of authority can you come from other than because um, I feel so? I feel, I feel like right. it. And then we have the isms, right, brother? We have the isms of the, uh, what is it now? Uh, uh, there's three isms, three major isms. Uh, relativism, pluralism, and emotionalism. Relativism, well, no truth can be known. Pluralism, so therefore my own truth is my known truth. Why? Well, emotionalism, because I feel like it. And, and post, so, postmodernism wraps it all up. <laughs> wraps it all up, bro. That's exactly what happens. And sadly, we see the product of it. As you were mentioning, the tree, the seed was planted. It was planted in the uh, uh, the uh, five most prominent public sectors of our existence. You have government, you have academics, you have entertainment. Uh, I'm missing one. Oh, no. Government, corporation academics, entertainment, and media. All of it now of the godless mind. So what does so what does it produce? Well, nothingness, of course, death, destruction, that's, chaos. That, that, that's what we were talking about earlier is that yep. all of that, all yep. of it presents atheistic evolution as a fact. Yeah, it does. Uh, and and uh, you know that that's what I was saying earlier that that when you see that 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 every uh, every avenue that you just referred to that, that makes up all of it. Yes. Right. Uh, it is totally dominated by the ungodly atheistic, uh, uh, worldview yes. and, and purposely suppresses any evidence to the contrary. And there, there is a huge amount of evidence to the contrary that, that disproves it. But yes. rather than being interested in truth, they're they're interested. Their their whole focus, their whole commitment, is to uh, propagate the delusion. Yes, and you know the the only explanation for that is the spiritual conflict. Yes, ultimately that we see quite clearly that the, the fight right. between good and evil. And look at the policies right. it produces in all of those public sectors. And I've had to break this down, and I speak a lot more about these kind of things in depth in our Friday sociopolitical uh, conversations. But 
the policy that it produces when you have a godless atheistic mind uh, uh, in these sectors. Look, okay, here's one, here's one quick illustration to that department. What about the military complex? Well, if it's godless, how can we discern right from wrong? We can't. So we become a nation who is provoking war at the hands of corruption. Why? Because there's no right or wrong. There's no bad guys or good guys. We're just it becomes a a um, a vain enterprise, if you will, to conquer and bloodshed. And that, of course, is the model of every nation that has rejected the Christ. It's territorial conquer and bloodshed, murder. And that's a terrifying thing when a uh, powerful world power military yes. is is guided by uh capitalistic pursuit and i'm not you know knocking capitalism by any means capitalism you know is the is, best model it, we could have it, it, right it's, it's the best model for for human prosperity yeah materialistic prosperity materialistic, say, yeah uh of of any other system out there right sure. so i'm not knocking capitalism but when you use the force of military yep for your capitalistic pursuits right yep that's that's horrifying that's mm-hmm. terrifying, right? Absolutely. It's, it's, it's not a powerful military being guided by the principles of truth and justice. Nope. It's a, it's a mighty military being guided by the principles of might makes right. And, yeah. and you know, that, that, that should scare us all to death. The moral right? compass falls. Superman used to say truth, justice, and the American way. Right. Now he doesn't say it. He just says, you know, whatever makes me feel good, right? Yeah. Now, 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 <laughs> now he wants tampons in the men's washrooms in the military. You know, that's, <laughs> right. that's, that's, yeah. that's where we're at. But that's the product yeah. of, of a godless mind. That's where right. it, I mean, and, and, why not? And it's terrifying. It is, it terrifying. is terrifying. It is terrifying because it, it, it extinguishes the peace we have in our society for the grow the growing lineage of our ancestry our children's children's children are going to live in some kind of a dystopian uh, landmine of of chaos and murder and ultimately we see it in real time being played out and we have recorded history both inspired and secular to to the to the very point if if there is no right this, or wrong i think this age is coming to an end it's i think it's going to be now this is just my prognostication yeah, which yeah, is yeah. you know not worth much more than this cup of coffee which i mean it's good <laughs> coffee so <laughs> but uh you know I, I think this age is coming to an end i think we're seeing the evidence of, of that. that's what i uh, uh say you know yeah. periodically is that we're living through the death throes of a once great society yeah um, yeah and and certainly my prayer is that when this current age comes to its, its implosion demise yeah. which you know I'm, uh, I'm i'm sad to say it's probably going to be very violent and bloody and uh going to come at the cost of a you know lot of loss of life yes uh, as it typically does but will what comes after it be an age that puts more value in truth because we've it, it, and and the, again, this is the fruit of atheistic evolution. Yes. That, that we have developed a, a culture now that is on the brink of collapse. Yes. That, that does not value truth, that, that no. values the delusion 
over the truth. Well, yes. you know, our, our hope, our prayer is that what rises after it will be a society that is that that sees the mistakes that were made. Sure. Learns from history and and places a much higher value on truth than our well, society. Absolutely. Spot on. Look at look at the models we can, of course, <clears throat> observe that have been recorded in secular history and in inspired history going to inspired accounts and you look at physical Israel in bondage for 400 years under the oppression of an Egyptian tyranny. Well, look at the hard labor, look at the slavery, the bondage, look at the murder and and, and look at the model of it. It finally took that kind of a time period for the people to be like, hey, you know what? I think we had something good and we let it all go. And I think we need to go back to the source of what is good, which is truth, which is God. It it's sad. It, it is truly a sad testament to the human condition that we have to go through oceans of blood, hard labor, and slavery at the hands of tyrants to wake up and be like, uh, yeah, that whole atheism thing didn't serve us any good, did it? No, look at what happened. America, yeah. known now as, in our current era, the biggest power and principle on earth. It is. It was for a long time at the hands of godless men who can't discern the difference between right and wrong. Imagine the power of godlessness. It's so strong, it can defeat a country like America. That's how powerful godlessness right. can be. But yet more powerful than godlessness is, of course, God-fearing citizenry. You put a humble, submissive, confessing citizenry, seeking God and forgiveness, uh, God can take 20. God-fearing men and conquer a legion of godless men. Uh, and that is, of course, the path that we pray in renewal. And we know that there is some good still at bay trying to fight against this massive wall of evil. But the product of it, and again, according to the article from our friends at Apologetics Press, it's, it's going to produce what we've been seeing. And people don't go to the source cause. I, again, insert this thought in our, in our, in our viewership. Listen. You will have a, let's say, migraine, a headache, a headache. You, oh, my, my head hurts. You know, we say that. It's a common, it's a common uh, dialect in our, in our society. I have a headache. What's the remedy? Well, take ibuprofen. I mean, I have a whole bottle of ibuprofen here. You go back to the pharmacy, you get more bottles of ibuprofen. Why? Because I'm going to get a headache. You're going to get a headache. So it doesn't cure the problem. It doesn't cure the, the headache. No, it doesn't. Of course not. It just numbs down the pain so that it's tolerable for me to go to bed or for me to just function in my day. Okay, we do the same thing when it comes to all the ailments of society currently. Riot, murder, rape, uh, lying, cheating, stealing, all that stuff. Well, where does it come from? Someone says, well, it's the economy. It's because uh, people just can't survive anymore with money. And so because they don't have any money, they resort to these things. Now, okay, there might be some seeds of truth there. Okay, I can accept that, but where's the root cause? And that's not what we're not talking about that. We're not permitted to talk about that. Just like the, right. the migraine. Maybe it's your diet. Oh, we don't want to talk about that. I love food. Right. I don't want to talk about... Yeah, just take this pill to mask the symptoms right. so that you don't know something's wrong. <laughs> exactly. We do the same thing in society currently. Oh, it's climate change. Oh, well, there's another farce for you. Climate change. We've been taxed to the brim for it. The weather's still changing. Nothing's happening. So it can't. I just, I just heard uh, uh, in an article they they said that this was um, the. 
I forget whether it was the coldest day or the, <laughs> the warmest right. day or one, yeah. one or the other, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I, and they said like in a hundred and something thousand years. And people just read that without any critical no. thought at all. But, well, the know, experts I, I saw say, that and I thought, you know, I, I saw that and I thought, how do they know that? Where people, I mean, is there a record of temperatures going back a hundred and something thousand years? Well, that would kind of blow up our view that the earth is six to 7,000 years old, right? I know, <laughs> I know. And it's it, it's the same with when they, they speak that way regarding atheistic evolution. Oh, the experts say, right. the scientists say 4.6 billion years ago. Can you even come right. close to fathom the thought of 4.6 billion years? We're talking about the third to the fourth, <laughs> fifth power of mathematical equation here. He's talking about that. No, listen, and they do that. And that's the problem. We don't go to the root cause. And what is it? You know why we've fallen nations that we have uh, incompetent uh, and, 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 and um, how should I say, godless leaderships right now? Because atheistic evolution, because That's we've right. we've Absolutely. rejected and neglected God, our Lord and Master Jesus Christ. That's why. That's, right. That's why it's and it sounds so cliche, and people are just not ready for it. Ah, oh, that ain't it. I assure you, I assure right. you. Once you've seen enough rivers of blood in the streets, you'll start to consider the thought that yeah, maybe these sure. Christians weren't so far off with this whole thing. Yeah, it's sad that we need to go there, but like the Tylenol, like the ibuprofen, it numbs down the pain for a bit, allows us to function for another few hours, but it's still going to come because there's a root cause to your daily migraines. Um, we're, we're, we, we are currently in Huxley's Brave New World, right? Where, you know, <laughs> take a pill, just take a pill and take you'll pill. feel all better and you won't yep. worry about the, the, the world falling down around you, right? <laughs> right, right. Absolutely. And that the, the great abyss, the, the, the void of nothingness is the product of atheistic evolution. And sadly, I, I had so many idle years where I uh, subscribed to that worldview. And it's, I mean, again, to the, to the direct theme and topic of this, this session, when I subscribe to the scientists, they're experts, there is no God, well, then, then there's no right or wrong, right? So there's no guilt. I can fornicate. I can be an adulterer. I can practice all sorts of sexual deviancies. I can uh, rob my neighbor. It doesn't matter ultimately because even what they call courts of law and law enforcement and all these things, they, they, they're just products of evolution anyways. Who are they to tell me it's wrong? And you see it. I was there's nothing inherently special about human life. So nothing I can do whatever I want to anybody else. Might Absolutely. makes right. That's the, that's the view. Now, if that were the truth, if the model of the things we are speaking is the truth, meaning atheistic evolution is just what it is, and we just, uh, us, us foolish Christians just have to accept it, then fine. I assure you, I'm going to start to mow down a whole bunch of people out here in the community that just, I don't know, turned me the <laughs> wrong way. I just don't like, he, he didn't right. put his blinker. He cut me off in traffic. Well, guess what? Time for him right. to go, uh, go in the dirt. Because we're all the animals. What? Anyway. You mean I don't really need to turn the other cheek? Well, better look out then. <laughs> better look out. Exactly. <laughs> Who is the, this foolish idea about love your enemies and pray for your enemies right, and turn the other right. cheek? You know, uh, It was it, it kind of lends uh, to our conversation a few weeks ago in regards to the better religious worldview, you know, Christianity or right. other worldviews. And we were speaking about Islam and how Muhammad is all about murder anyone who dare question Islam. 
And Christ right. is like, love your convert enemies, pray for your enemies. Yeah, convert or die. Well, atheism is the yeah. same militant way. The militant uh, uh, manner of a atheism is, of course, ultimately to have your Stalin, to have your child, to have your murder everyone that's in the way. And what is at the globalist realm right now? What is the whole Davos Schwab mentality? Depopulation murder people, murder them. Now, we can't call it murder. We have to call it health care. We have to call it something else, of course, to have people who are more <laughs> bothered with my favorite football team or hockey team lost this week. Let's get more beer. Uh, it, it's, the, it's the symptom of the greater problem. And it all lends its way back to the source cause, of course, godlessness. Now, what's the remedy? What's the hope? It's not all doom and gloom and fear. And I, I'm with you, brother. I do have an opinion that things are going to get really, really, really bad before there is perhaps any hope of the, the smoke clearing and people growing once again, being like, hey, man, listen, we we, we can't do that again. We, ha we can't do that again. We have to follow Jesus. Right. We have to believe in God. That is the truth. Right. You know, e even if even if Canada were to get a prime minister that was, you know, just uh, a, a good, godly God-fearing person, morally upright, so, so morally upright, wanted to take society in, in, in a positive direction, or America got a president that was, you know, that that kind of person, morally upright person that that wanted to restore, um, you know, like you said, the foundations of America, the Judeo-Christian principles that that made this a great society, the former glories. Uh, what would happen? The the entire world. Communist China, uh, militant Islam, you know, uh, 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 the entire world would focus all of their ire on that nation. Yeah. And, you know, e e even, you know, uh, uh, granted, United States, you know, Canada, United States are, you know, hard joined to each other. So, you know, yeah. we would be able to repel you know, some pretty serious attacks, right? Sure. We, we sure. would be able to, to uh, even though I just heard that, you know, China has done some more gain of function research on the coronavirus so that it now has a 100% kill rate. So, yes. you know, look Disease for that X. one coming out here. Pretty soon, yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and, and so, you know. Uh, but no but worry. Even, they know, have say, the, they already have the inoculation right. say ready. We just, so. Right. Say we just, you know, fenced off America and Canada, no coming in or going out until this, you know, germ warfare stuff was, you know, put down once and for all. Uh, you know, even if we were able to lead a, you know, massive revolution toward godliness, it, it would, it would be, you know, plowing through some, uh, really hateful and bloodthirsty opposition. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. That, and, and that's the way it's always been. Like you said, you know, looking at it biblical has. history, that's the way it's always been. It has. And, and, and the Western civilization, once it followed the model of a higher power and Christian principle, Judeo-Christian principles, uh, all other foreign threat, uh, communistic in nature or godless, uh, militant, they've always sought to overthrow us, but they couldn't because of our military right. might. Now, right. they figured that one out. They infiltrate by legal invasion and various gain of function and they they sought other ways because they couldn't they couldn't just moral decline yeah they couldn't be man to man up front with the knuckles being like yeah. all right because they knew they'd lose so well what do we got to do we have to be underhanded now we have to go in, in a different way but is can there be any remedy or hope absolutely and it's always been the same what is that 
just convert people to Christ. You know, you have your local congregation. It has to be a healthy, growing local congregation, sound to the teachings of our Lord and Master and the 66 inspired books uh, of the Scripture, and and convert people. You know, be be approachable and speak to people and have them convert to Christ. When they convert to Christ of their own mind, independently accountable, organically growing spiritually in the text, they will become very well aware. Like, I still remember the day when it hit me that abortion was not health care, that it wasn't a woman's right. Like, I, I still remember it. How did I learn? Nobody just told me you're wrong. I just was reading the Bible, and I was start, studying Christianity and starting to learn about the, the apologetics of Christian, Christian faith and how to defend it. And it just hit me. I'm like, hey, wait a minute. Hey, wait a minute. Abortions. <gasps> Man, murder. <that's> murder. <laughs> like, we're murdering right. little babies. Like, it, that's right. And I became so passionate about it. I, I didn't know how to control it in my immaturity. I thought, well, I got to go out there with an equalizer and mow down these evil people at these stations who are butchering babies. Like you, how do you make sense Uh, of that? Right. Right. How do you make sense of that? That's right. Because thinking at it from a, you know, worldly perspective, uh, and, and I I just want to give this disclaimer, be absolutely clear. I am not advocating violence in any way, shape or form. No, sir. Absolutely. But if, but if I saw, a baby in a stroller on the sidewalk and someone standing over that baby with a sledgehammer fixing to, to let go, you know, to what length would I go to protect that baby? That's it. What's the difference? What's the difference between that baby and the baby in the womb? And that is indeed the wrestling of the mind that I had to go through That's because, right. and I had That's reached right. out to some brethren and I'm like, I'm, 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 I'm not, I'm not being humorous. I'm truly thinking about going out there and having some people and meet some Jesus. Have. <laughs> like, some you know, have that haven't been able to, to uh, yeah. you know, uh, work it out. Their emotional response to that realization to yeah. that haven't been able to bring that under control. Right. Uh, which is what meekness is in the Bible. Sure. That's what humility is, is being able to bring that under God's control and sure. to, to do things in a godly way. Now, righteous sure. indignation is a thing. And, yes. and, uh, you know, sometimes, you know, self-defense and defense of innocent life is justified, but, but we have to approach things, uh, as Jesus said, uh, wise as serpents and gentle as doves. Right. Yeah. yeah that's it. Uh, and, and, and so some people who haven't been able to, um, deal with that realization that you're talking about, they have resorted to violence. Absolutely. And that again, lends to the theme of our session today. If you have Jesus at the helm, you have hope to regain right. your composure, become temperate with the uh, with, with with the reality of this fallen nation, this fallen world, and seek more so a legal voice and vote, perhaps protest in a way that would be upright with integrity uh, against such an atrocious uh, uh, practice as butchering little babies. And so you, you can formulate that in your mind when there is a higher power. Now, to the other side of the aisle, which is Can godlessness. Can I just throw in here real quick? Just yes, a, sir. A, another evidence of the that, that all of this we're talking about yes. 
is because we are in a spiritual conflict. Because Absolutely. when you go back to the Bible Absolutely. and you look at you look at the distinctions between God's people and uh, people that followed idolatry, uh, demons and doctrine of demons. Sure. What was the difference? God's people valued the children, uh, cared for the children, protected the children. The doctrine of demons was all about killing the babies. Yeah. You know, the, 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 the cult of Molech and the cult and of Balaam Molech and, and, and the, 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 uh, sacrificing of the babies that we're, we're, we're still in that same spiritual conflicts and the demon, the demons want their, their infant blood. Sure. That, that's it. That, that's, um, most of the pagan mind. It's to right. the sacrifice, the blood that needs to be shed for the God's men created in their image. The right. hope and conclusion uh, winding down to our session is, of course, Christianity. Yet again, Christ, creationism. The model of atheism is a, a, a deep fallacy of thought. It, it's truly a, a corrupted cavity, and we have to remove that. Small steps, of course, baby steps to seek renewal in our current fallen nations. I do believe, sadly, at this point, the inevitable impasse is uh, staring us down and there will be civil war or world war. Uh, but perhaps afterwards, we can have leadership that is morally upright and bring us back to a certain measurement of peace, I suppose, as a nation, as we have practiced uh, after World War II was done. I mean, we did go into a time, of course, uh, of desperation, no doubt, uh, in a time of, 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 of missing a great many things, but yet peace and sovereignty and commonwealth and a republic functioning uh, democracy, if you will, and, and things that allowed us to live out our faith in Christ as Christian principled in peace though still yet with persecution from folks that don't want to adhere to the true nature and doctrine of Christ, but to that end, peace. And we can do that if we activate our uh, willingness to convert folks to Christ. Here, as the East Coast Church of Christ, we are all, each member, active in being the example in our community, in our workforce, in all of these connections and contacts uh, to have people think and be driven away or called out, as the text would say, from this idea of godlessness. And not only to go away from godlessness, but to enter into a God-fearing mind, and from there, don't give up, keep going, so as to find the accuracy of the narrow gate. Because an ocean of denominational error has contributed, I think, for the most part, uh, to the destruction of the nation. Now, they have given moral uprightness, but ultimately, when there is no absolute truth, it, it gives way to uh, breaches in the wall. And sadly, the enemy, they, they saw that from afar. They were like, oh, there's a, there's a crack in the wall. That's where we're going to invade. Right. Um, but yeah, there is hope. There is peace. There is forgiveness. There is uh, a great deal of purpose in life through Christ. And I, I want to always have our participants, our audience and followers, recognize that it's not the spiraling to the doom and gloom. Yes, Norm and I, right. we have an opinion that there's probably going to be a lot of bad stuff to come before any guy, yeah. kind of good stuff comes. And I think we know that because of the historical model. But 
it doesn't mean there's not going to be good stuff to come. And I know if you have a faithful local congregation, healthy, no matter what comes, and though we will do all we can to preserve our physical existence to the stewardship of Christ, if we have to depart, we are safe in the heavenly realms. And that is what is so important, and that is the hope we must cling to. We must have that. If not, then, <laughs> again, look at the despair of atheism. There's no hope there. There's, there's nothing there to allow us any kind of, <laughs> any kind of hope. And, and so we find ourselves in, of course, deep despair. And friends, I don't want us to go there. I don't want us to live there. I, I, I've allowed myself to be there several years ago. I was just truly spiraling downwards in the doom and gloom of a, a, a corrupted sociopolitical landscape. And, and that's all you think about. Everything's just so negative. Well, what about what is positive? What about the hope we have? What about the ability to uh, seek uh, uh, resolution and to seek solution, if you will? And that's what's most important. That's what we cling to. That's the focus of our faith. There is hope. And hey, let us not, for, let us not be void of thought of the comfort Paul told his brethren in Thessalonica. The comfort he gave them and told them, listen, the resurrection of the dead is a real thing. You're going to have a day of judgment, and you're going to be with your heavenly Father through Christ. Like, basically, Paul was saying, ultimately, think about the day in which Christ will open the sky and the trumpets will sound. See, we tend to put that aside at times because we're too busy in our day-to-day -day living to think about this. Listen, there is coming a day unknown to mankind where the sky is going to open and the trumpets are going to call and judgment will be upon mankind forevermore. And we, as Christians faithful, eagerly anticipate that day. It is my personal opinion. And let it be known, my opinion, as with anyone, we all have one. It could be right, wrong, or indifferent. I have an opinion. It is my opinion that through the structure and timeline of our existence on earth, the great I am, the ancient of days, God, our Father, the living God, is probably seeing everything there isn't to see. And I'm praying to him that God, haven't you seen enough of us destroy ourselves? How many wars must you see? How many nations must go up and come crumbling down? If America and Canada is not the pinnacle of what we can achieve following your principles, if you've not seen enough, then by all means, Father, allow more time. Because I know you are gracious. I know you are patient. I know you want to give everyone the opportunity because you love us. But there's a there's an expiration date to that. You've seen us murder ourselves time and time again. You've seen us slaughter the most innocent among our kinds. Must you see it yet again for another century? It is my hope and belief that within our generation, my prayer was heard before the forming of Adam and Eve, and he has blessed the ensoulment of my being to be within the historical timeline of his return. It might not be, Amen. and I'm no prophet, and I'm not going to write a book about it, but I'm just simply <laughs> stating you know, that perhaps Amen. we've been blessed I, with that I've era. I've said lots and lots of times that wouldn't it be awesome if we were the generation that was still on earth when Christ came back? Absolutely. I Absolutely. pray for it all the time, just all like John. Even so, come Lord Jesus. <laughs> Absolutely. And there is a principle in the scriptures, and I couldn't for the life of me now quote the book chapter verse to it, but 
it seems like an expedient action is evangelism. Evangelizing expedites the opportunity in which the sky will open and judgment will come upon the evil, and those faithful to Christ will be with him forevermore. And uh, we, as one of our brethren posted on, on the timeline of our social media once, he said, I think when that day comes, we're going to truly recognize how more wretched we were before God mm. in our sins and how more powerful God's grace is truly. And, uh, you know, I think there's some truth to that. And uh, We eagerly anticipate the day of judgment, but we must recognize that we all need his grace on that day. Uh, you know, the pharisaical kind are going to find themselves quite uh, surprised, to say the least. Uh, and we don't want to fi find ourselves in that category. Friends, listen, it's been such a wonderful pleasure to have you with us throughout this uh, theme day, the topical t uh, Thursday. Been at it for an hour and 15. Brother Norm, I'm so uh, encouraged that you uh, choose to uh, uh, come on board here for, for these sessions and, and contribute your thoughts, your wisdom, your studies, and uh, just the human condition we have, right? Dealing with all these things in our faith, dealing right. with atheism and the world and what it's done and what it's doing. Uh, friends, listen, if you can support this work, by all means, consider it. It's available there. It helps the Added Souls Ministry move forward. It helps me put food on the table. And uh, it, it, it obviously motivates the expediency of our labor with the East Coast Church of Christ over here. Uh, Brother Norm, where can they find you? And uh, what's going on on your end there? Uh, well, just like you see on the screen, at Preacher Norm on the internet, uh, just type that in wherever you are and you'll probably find me. So um, I, I just wanted to add to uh, what, what Stefan said. Um, I, I, we, we talk about some gloomy stuff sometimes, and that's yeah. because, you know, the, the times we live in yeah. are we, we're, we are living through the product of what uh, uh, Stefan uh, brought in from the article, atheistic despair, the yeah. despair of atheism. We're living through the fruits of that. Yeah. But for us, it's not despair. For us, it's hope. When That's we it. hear God's word and believe what it teaches about Christ and his kingdom, believing that we repent of our sins and confess that we believe Jesus Christ is the son of God so that we're baptized into Christ to have our sins washed away by his blood. We come up from that watery grave of baptism to walk in a new way, in a new life, Amen. continuing in the faith, grounded and steadfast and not moved away. And our walk is one of hope. We, we know that as, as uh, uh, I have really enjoyed these, these times being on with uh, Stefan to, to look at these biblical uh, topics or these various topics from a biblical worldview, a biblical perspective, because we have the hope of something beyond this sin-sick world. Yes. We have a hope of everlasting life and a glorious kingdom eternally in the heavens with God. That's if it. we continue in the faith and grounded and steadfast and not moved away. And that's that's certainly my hope being on uh, this podcast with uh, with with you and, and with this audience that sure. uh, we will encourage people to truly walk in the faith. Yes, walk sir. in the light as he is in the light so that we have that hope. If if in this world only we have hope, what did Paul say? We are, we are all, most all men, the most pitiable. Oh, yeah. Uh, but our hope is not in this world. Our hope is in the world to come. That's it. Very good, man. I appreciate that a great <clears throat> deal. Friends, listen, consider subscribing, liking, sharing, drop a comment. There's other people out there just like you and I who might find some value in the substance of things we 
we are discussing. So by all means, please, let's do our part to, to share this link far and wide. Lord willing, tomorrow, 10 a.m. Atlantic Daylight Time, we'll have our sociopolitical conversation in the regards to current events, and we'll probably look again into the X, formerly known as Twitter feed, and see what's going on over there. Um, let me see. Yeah, check out the itinerary, right, from Monday to Friday and see what we're going, uh, what we're doing, and uh, maybe you'll find something there interesting your way. Again, stay focused, stay positive. Lord willing, tomorrow, peace out. Amen. <laughs>